Lunch break time. All right, Jasper, you are. I, I can't. I don't understand you. All right. That's going to be very confusing for for people, I think. <laughs> Jasper would join, but is currently purchasing Second Amendment things. LOL. I didn't know you hunted. He doesn't. He just likes to fill his he, trunk up with stuff and look cool. He yeah, just, he just, he has multiple copies of the Bill of Rights in his apartment. He just, you <laughs> he know. just buys, he just, buys, he, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know the Constitution. He's really into documents of uh, you know our founding fathers. National Treasure is his favorite movie for sure. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's, a ha- he's a really big Hamilton junkie. Like he's yeah, he's gone and seen that musical several times. Wow, which is yeah. expensive. That's an expensive uh, endeavor right there. No wonder he can't afford a computer. It's real. It's real. <laughs> That's going to be my new thing. Forget harassing him for buying video games. Why Stop buying those Hamilton tickets, Jasper. <laughs> Second Amendment books are good, he says. U.S. history is amazing. Uh-huh. Okay. More amazing. <laughs> that doesn't sound very patriotic. Well, I'm, I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So today we could talk about whatever, because what I have lined up is not going to fill an hour. However, uh, it's Monday. Uh, so box office report. We're going to talk about what did well and what bombed at the theater this weekend. And spoilers, everything bombed. It's not no! everything. Well, yeah. OK, so I guess if you want, we can jump right into it. So the number one movie this weekend uh, was Men in Black International, which just debuted this weekend. And it is not doing well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's a pretty weak summer so far in the U.S. anyway, a pretty weak summer so far for movie, for, for theater going. Okay. Uh, to be fair though, that or the other couple of, uh, movies that debuted this weekend are not getting great reviews. So maybe if they'd make better movies, <laughs> they'd make oh. more money. <laughs> Whatever. A hot take. Weird. Yeah, right? (laughs) Oh, you thought this was just for... You tuned in for a report? You're getting opinions, too. Uh, So, let's see. What else? Since we're in it, we're in it. Let's do this. Um, Men in Black International, it made uh, approximately $28.5 million this weekend. um, And $102 million worldwide, which doesn't sound bad. Except the budget was 110 million, so it hasn't broke its budget yet. It sounds like it will, but it's not like I mean, breaking even isn't good for them. They they need to make profit, yeah. and for whatever reason, you know, they kind of focus everything on that opening weekend. The the studios do so. I don't. I don't know. We're all like, oh, they're they're crap. They're not doing anything, and these are like millions and millions of dollars. It's insane to me. But. I mean, no, I agree, but in this case, I mean, they spent 110 million dollars and they haven't made it back yet. So no, no, I know. I'm maybe it maybe all. spend maybe if they spend a little less money. Um, yeah. Do we just talk about recent movies? No, not all the time. We'll talk about older movies too. I just figured we'd kind of break down um, 
that that's in response to uh, a question in the chat. Uh, we, we'll talk about older movies. Just figured I'd break down kind of the weekend uh, recent releases, and then we can kind of segue into whatever we want. Um, Ooh, a Men in Black International did not get a very good uh, tomato meter score. It has a no. 25%. Honestly, I didn't even know it was coming out until uh, when we talked about it Friday. Yeah, me either, to be truthful. <laughs> um, so the other... So the other kind of big disappointment for new release this weekend is Shaft. Um, it came in. It came in at number six with an estimated eight point three million dollars in the U.S. Uh, it cost thirty million dollars. So again, that bombed even harder, even though it had a lower budget. Uh, you know, I mean, Samuel Jackson he can sell some tickets, but not not every time. This is another one that I had heard of, but not till just recently. So I don't know. Not a big push behind it, it feels like. I just did a search for it on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and it's not even showing up. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not a good sign at all. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't think you exist, Shaft. Shut very, your mouth. Very, very bad reviews for that one. Uh, speaking of bad reviews, so X-Men Dark Phoenix did not come out this last weekend. It came out the weekend before. However, I do have some news on that. Um, so it had the worst opening the weekend before this last of any X-Men movie. Uh, this weekend, it had the biggest second week drop for any superhero movie. Ooh. It, it dropped 83.2% this weekend, which beat out the previous winner for superhero movie drops, which was uh, Batman v Superman with 81%. So that's not great. Yeah, I feel bad for the Mockingjay girl. Or whatever that Hunger Games girl. Oh, she was done with this series. She's been done with this series since she got did the Mockingbird J movies. <laughs> uh, no, I I feel like she's a Halle Berry situation where not where like she demands more screen time, but she just desperately wanted out of these movies. Uh-huh. And, and from what I've heard, now I can't say for sure. I have not seen this movie, but I've heard you can kind of tell in her performance a little bit. Hmm. That sucks. Um, speaking of superhero movies, Avengers Endgame finally dropped out of the top 10 for, for U.S. Uh, I know we have a, a lot of non-U.S. listeners in here. Uh, must be the time frame we're hitting. But uh, in the U.S., it finally dropped out of the top 10 this weekend, uh, making just shy of the $3.6 million that Ma brought in. And... Uh, Speaking of, Endgame is currently sitting at $2.74 billion worldwide. I will not spoil Endgame, sir. Don't worry about that. But Um, we will not respect J-Law, Jasper. We will not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Endgame is edging up on Avatar's record of $2.78 billion worldwide. um, And that is without the aid of a a re-release that Avatar got. That's that's the blue guy avatar, not Avatar the West Airbender, which should have been great, but wasn't because Shyamalan did it. I don't think that movie was. <laughs> no, that movie is not. Did not. No, it blew that movie away. The first probably ticket it sold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, Avatar. Too. I know. I know. Everybody was disappointed in that uh, movie that had any kind of expectations for it. Animals. Jasper says animals. 
Is that in reference to anything? That's, a, that, that's in reference to my inability to respect the J-Law. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's not protected by your precious Bill of Rights. or. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Weird. Why is it that Jasper talks so much more when he doesn't talk? Right? <laughs> <laughs> not telling you guys. You get him on live. He doesn't say anything, but he, he'll, talk, he'll talk nonstop to you. If he's not live. Uh, so, all right, we'll just wrap this up because I don't know how exciting this is, but top 10. Number one was men in black international. Again, it came in number one this weekend, but it's still kind of bombed for their expectations. Um, number two, secret life of pets Two. number three, Aladdin. Uh, mind you, most of these are not first, you know, most of these have been out for a couple weeks now. Uh, number four, dark Phoenix. See, that dropped so drastically, but it's still sitting at number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avatar has been re-released in theaters. Somebody asked Avatar has been released. It's, uh, you know, the first one had been re-released at least once. I don't know. It it, it went back to the theaters a couple times. Um, and all of that, every time it does, you know, beyond its initial run, every time it does, that still adds to their box office, whatever, estimate. Um, so, Endgame is almost broke broke that broke that record without having to like without being re-released, you know? So in a way, Endgame's a winner. And as much as we complained about Endgame, better movie than Avatar, I'll say it. Boom. <laughs> Avatar is a bad movie. All of you people oh, that boy. spent money. Oh boy. Oh <laughs> it's boy. A bad movie. Bad. <laughs> oh, we just got it. We we got full Randy. Bad Randy's movie. gone full Randy. It wasn't a bad movie. It was it was not the greatest movie, but run of the mill cookie cutter. With you know, we've fancy. seen some really bad movies like like. Yeah, we have. But those movies did not are not the highest grossing movie of all time. That's true. That's true. Let's see. Number Dark Phoenix. Number five, Rocket Man. What is this? I do not know what I, Rocket I Man know. is. That's Elton John. Oh, oh OK. Biopic. Another biopic, you know, riding the riding the Bohemian Rhapsody wave. Man, they always do that. Like one will come out, do well, and then you gotta get everybody's life story. Yep. Uh, number six was Shaft. Number seven, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's the only one I've seen out of all these so far. I've seen none of these. You seen Endgame? Oh yeah. Aside from Endgame, like uh, yeah, this is the only but, one I've seen. But Endgame is not in the top ten. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We Sorry. just talked about it because we're Grolics. Yeah. Uh, let's see, John Wick. Came in at uh, chapter three. Came in at number eight. I do want to see that one. That's the highest rated one. I, I've never seen a John Wick movie. Oh, I, are I you need... serious? Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Great outtake. Greatest movies that Jesse's never seen. Yeah, right. Oh, there we go. This uh, that's it. This episode is going to become <laughs> one of our most downloaded. There we go. It's streaming right now. Yeah. So, so John Wick movies are a lot of fun. I mean, they're stupid fun, but they know what they are. And they do it well. Yes, they do. I mean, the whole puppy dog meme. Oh, listeners never seen John Wick 2. Um, yeah, no, John Wick 2. Uh, you should. There, It's a lot of fun. I feel like, um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the third one, but the second one I felt like was about on par with the first one. You know, it's more of the same, more of the same, but done well. Yeah. Let's see. Rounding this out, uh, Late Night at number nine and ma at number 10. Ma. Okay. So what, 
I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? What are some of the most well-respected or most popular movies that you've never seen? (laughs) (laughs) Well, John Wick, (laughs) for starters. John Wick. (sighs) I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. Really? Really. I've seen... I know I've seen both one and two. I don't recall ever watching three, which is the one everybody does, you know, hates. But I don't remember which is which or what happens in what. So it's been a long time. This does not feel like a topic that's going to sustain us. <laughs> well, I mean, we hey, can... listeners, what what are movies that everybody loves that you hate? That might be even better because Pretty Woman. You hate Pretty Woman? I do. Well. Yeah, I never really liked it either, but it's not really for me. And it's a bad it's a bad example to set. <laughs> go be a, you know, go be a whore and some guy will eventually say to you. That's not that's not an image you want to, you know. I thought there was a headline about Pretty Woman recently. Something about Julia Roberts was saying something about the original ending. Yeah, this was just recently, just like within the last within this last weekend. Um what am I looking at? I don't know. And Richard Gere's a creeper, by the way. He I, is like kinda, I agree. Okay, I apologize because I am going to have trouble with your name, listener, but I don't even want to attempt it because I'll, I'll butcher it and I'll feel bad. Uh, so we have a listener who... Uh, Jack, I will call you Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you are great, Jack. Uh, so Jack, uh, when he... I'm assuming he had seen Infinity War. He was disappointed, but everybody seems to like it. Um, you are in good company. Yeah, well, I mean, but but he's saying Infinity War. Oh, yeah. No, I not, get that too. Oh, I did like Infinity War. I loved Infinity and War overall. I liked it, but there was a lot that I didn't like about it. I don't, I, and and some of it's the same complaints I have about the second one too, which is that they try to like shoehorn in these things that don't really seem like they fit very well. That's my biggest complaint about it. Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely had issue with Endgame. And I don't, not to say Infinity War is a perfect movie. It's not. But, but I feel like, well, I didn't say it. <laughs> but I feel like it could have been so much worse for as how big it is or what they're trying to do pull all these different elements together it almost shouldn't have worked and the fact that it they made it work is pretty impressive to me okay but i'm just saying hey i'm just talking i'm talking yeah hey we're talking here (laughs) see the thing is really that we have lowered our standards because we've seen so many crap movies (laughs) so that something that's even basically mostly good is good is just great Mm, that's not a that's kind of that's an interesting thought that's an interesting thought um i think in well yeah i don't have a thought okay so (laughs) so no i'm sorry i stopped to read the chat uh jack says uh they didn't like how it ends didn't expect that that would happen sad ending uh are we gonna yeah i don't want to go up well it's Infinity War, but uh, since this is live, I don't want to go spoilers because who knows? Maybe somebody's really behind, but they're looking to catch up. Um, uh, they had a chance to get that glove. 
Yeah, yeah. So I I was kind of I was surprised by the ending, but in a pleasant way. But I did suspect that that was a possibility. Um, that said, if you rewatch it, there are opportunities that they flub <laughs> to get oh, like, big time. Yeah, that you can nitpick so many, especially you know, you a know lot of these big, big blockbuster movies. You can nitpick little things about them. You know, what my favorite version is what the comic book. Mm. But even that's kind of goofy. Even it's that's kind of goofy, goofy, but it's better. It, and it 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 gives the right people a chance to get revenge, which I appreciate. And, and then, I mean, and then, yeah, and then it goes a little off rails, but, but that follows, that falls kind of into Endgame's issue because Endgame it is where that, that aspect would have came into it. Should have, but didn't. Jack says, everybody says the comic book is better than the movie. Same thing goes for Game of Thrones. Uh, with the books being, I don't doubt that the books are better than the movies with Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones is something that I'm, I was never going to read the books. Jasper says Thor Ragnarok is the best out of all of them. And yep. he is, he is correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a hard time disagreeing. It's good. I don't say, wouldn't say it's the best one. Best one. <laughs> What's your favorite, Melanie? Um, probably Iron Man. Mm. Oh, really? That's the very, one. very, very beginning. Yeah. None of this would have worked without Iron Man. This is true. Yeah. And and Robert Downey Jr. is just he's he's he he knows he's got it. It's like snappy. I mean, he, now he doesn't care anymore, so it's not really there. But in the beginning, it was. Right. Okay, so we were talking about this is. Oh, we've been tagged with powerful and tough. I like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about Julia Roberts. Okay. Oh, Jack liked Venom. <sighs> I, I never watched Venom. <laughs> I didn't watch Venom. I, uh, I did. I was not fond of Venom. Everybody. I, no, I'm no, sorry. No. Go ahead. I don't know what I have to say about it, though. You know, like I'm. <laughs> it's it's just it's it's bonkers, you know, and and in some ways that's good, but in a lot of ways it it made it hard to follow. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna jump back over to Pretty Woman for a second because Simple Life in the chat says they're. Their favorite actress, Julia Roberts. So I mentioned that there was recently, I don't, how did we even come across Pretty Woman? Why? I didn't, oh. I, I didn't like it. It's one of the ones that everybody likes that I don't. Okay. So Julia Roberts, this is a recent article. And uh, specifically, I'm, I just pulled up the one from USA Today, uh, reveals the dark original Pretty Woman, Pretty Woman ending. Yeah. Uh, she claims, wait, 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 wait. Okay, well, Julia Roberts, this article is confusing. It says Julia Roberts revealed just how dark the original ending was meant to be. However, they are talking to another actress, Patricia Arquette, um, about the role. So Patricia Arquette also read for the role, uh, the leading role in Pretty Woman, which eventually went to Julia Roberts, of course. Um, And apparently the original screenplay was titled 3000. And was written, uh, doesn't, that doesn't matter. And it said, that movie, uh, she says, that movie was really dark and the ending was really heavy. It really read like it, okay. There's a lot of, come on, get to the point articles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Julia Roberts says that she remembered of the original ending from the script is where a man tosses the character, uh, her character out of a car, threw the money on top of her, and just drove away 
leaving her in some dirty alley. Is that supposed to be the end? Probably, which is more realistic. (laughs) Life is hard. Get used to it. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, see, yeah, that is more realistic instead of a a Hollywood uh, romance comedy fantasy story. Uh, about a prostitute. That's not generally how it goes, but hey, whatever. Nope. Maybe it maybe it does. Not, not, not usually. I've never been a prostitute, so I couldn't say. Maybe it's just because she took such good care of her teeth. I don't know. That's true. And her laugh is infectious. Oh, well, that's if you like that, you know, <laughs> Aerosmith looking mouth thing. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one for the giant I could eat your whole head with my Cute mouth thing. Hey, listeners, anybody else have any movies that everyone seems to love, but you can't stand, or you didn't care for, or maybe you just didn't see for whatever reason? I uh, I watched last night, I, I rented the uh, DC Comics animated um, Batman and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And uh, it was uh, it was it was a movie that happened. Um, <laughs> well, well, speaking you know, like speaking of things that don't quite live up to your expectations, kind of thing. Uh, I read I read several, and I'm still in the process of reading one of the crossovers with Batman and TMNT. And it's uh, you know they're they're very, they're very they're good. They're they're kind of campy. They're fun. But then this feels like if you've read any of those, this feels like. Um, kind of a shallow interpretation of, you know, of w- what we already got, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know if I'd recommend it or not. I mean, like it's okay. It's I suppose if I had never read the books, it'd probably be better. But it it feels like it had more potential than it got than it gave, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. also that's how I kind of feel about some of those uh, DC animated. You know, like the DC animated stuff was was awesome for a good long time, and uh, and and then uh, they just started pumping them out with like different voice actors and, and like every every possible DC story, and and some of them are really good, and some of them are less well conceived. It's I. Yeah. That's why you should just never read. You just watch TV because if you read, <laughs> it's never as good as the book or the. Coming. The the DC animated things really kind of fell off the map for me. They their quality took a huge hit, and I just kind of stopped. Um, I do want to man. I kind of I really wish I will have to talk to uh, uh, I will have to talk to Castbox and oh. see if we can get the chat to be persistent for people on call because we got it's blown up. Oh, is it? Sorry. No, it's okay. So yeah, I've got another screen open with uh, so I can see what the chat has. And That's a good idea. Are, try okay, so all sorts of stuff. to catch up on the question of movies, or there's a couple TV shows here that, that everybody seems to love that you hate or just didn't see. Jack says Seinfeld, which TV show. I hated um, it too, yay! Yeah, I know several people who didn't like Seinfeld. And it Seinfeld was huge, and but I think now especially you're getting more oh, and more people that... Me. What? Did you not hear that? Hear what? Sorry, I was trying to get it, pull up a chat, and instead I just got like your voice over and over again. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, we didn't hear it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Um. But anyway, especially now, as it ages, less and less people are going to be into it just because 
it's not the t- right time frame, but I, I don't know. It's it's a show that's got such an, a certain <laughs> attitude. I get how people aren't into it. I'm not wild about it, but I do appreciate what it was, you know. Um, the Notebook. Simple Life says The Notebook. That was good. See, people love that. I've never seen it. It's all right. I, I mean, it's not a movie that I watch over and over. I'm not a romantic type person, so yeah, me either. But I mean, I watched it the one, the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. But I'm not going to watch it again, probably. I did end up watching it's, parts of it. It's again. one of those it's one of those love movies that has like a secret gut punch tearjerker moment. Uh-huh. So, I'm not going to spoil that, but get ready cuz it's a, it's a jerk move. And sometimes there's just there's just shows that they're good, but you're like Schindler's List. It is a good it's a really good movie, but I'm not going to sit there and watch it every day. No, the first I, thing is crap, you know. I watched it once and that's I'm good with it. <laughs> <That's all I laughs> need. Yeah. So Jasper, as usual, is wrong. He says Inception. Uh, Inception Simple, is Life, awesome. Simple Life also says Inception. Listen, Inception is not perfect. But oh. I, I feel like most people's gripes are kind of wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah? My, yeah my, tell us more about this. <laughs> everyone's wrong. I'm right. No. <laughs> <laughs> my main issue is it. I feel like it's some people are confused. And uh, this is going to sound so like so rude some people are confused by it i think the movie's issue is it's too dumbed down it over explains itself Mm -hmm. um and a lot of people are unhappy with its ambiguous ending and i understand i understand people don't like that i love it but i'm i'm you know i'm i'm okay with an ambiguous ending but I get why people would be upset about it. That movie was interesting because it like jumped it, it like it came out of nowhere for me. I didn't it wasn't on my radar. I didn't know it was coming. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's this new Christopher Nolan movie out. Hey, let's go give it a look with with zero context. I was like, oh, man, what what is this? You know, it's nice when there's something original every once in a while. And that was, you know, what's? I don't think I've. Hmm. I don't think I've watched a Christopher Nolan movie since, to be honest. <laughs> Probably not. I was well, like, no. I, I suppose the Batman ones came after. Either. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, outside of Batman. It always, but, uh, always, it always makes me think of Law and Order because of that one guy. I, I What? One what of the actors that? on Law and Order. His name's Christopher Nolan. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Back to Simple Life also said Iron Man and Avengers. Um, hot take right there. (laughs) Uh, Avengers. Avengers is good, but it's not great. I kind of feel like in a way, Captain America, civil war, and then jump forward to infinity war nailed the Avengers thing better. The ensemble cast. Yeah. Um, which I guess would come down to directors. No offense to Whedon, but just a recap for Alvin, who joined us in the chat. Um, what we're discussing is movies that people uh, really like, and we we don't understand why they like them so much because we didn't we didn't get it. Or just movie, or you know, not just right now. Yeah, I'm I'm catching up through the comments here, so it's not just movies we didn't like. It's movies you guys didn't like too, or movies you did like because you know once you mention something and if it's great. Yeah, someone else won't. (laughs) Okay, what else? Uh, Every Kevin Hart movie ever. 
Who's getting hurt? Who's getting hurt? Exactly. <laughs> he's a comedic actor guy. He's a comedian. He's a little short. He's well, yeah. He's kind of a short guy. Um, is he fat? The one that I can no. think of is that Central Intelligence. Isn't that the one with The Rock and Kevin Hart? Yeah, that movie where well, The Rock it's was. Had the Rock in it. I didn't watch it. You've, okay, okay Melanie, <laughs> you've never seen a Kevin Hart movie. Okay, I've never seen a Kevin Hart movie, so I can't. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't. I know him, but I don't know that I have either. Uh, let's see. Um, I know I've seen him in something. He's a, he was in the new Jumanji. I don't think I saw the new Jumanji. Why do they need to make a new Jumanji? What was wrong with the first Jumanji? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Larry Taylor Jr. says the. Uh, these are movies that were good, great dramas. The Pianist, The Pianist, and October Sky. I don't know that I've seen October Sky. I can't place what that is. Does that have? Uh, Let me look Patrick it up. Patrick Swayze in it? No, that's Red October. Is Patrick Swayze in Red October? No, wait. Hunt, no, I'm confusing for... myself. Give me a <laughs> I, think you, I think so. <laughs> Red Sky. That's what he's in. Hey, you know what? This is the lunchbox. And uh, when you when you got to school as a kid, you got to school, you opened the lunchbox. And if you didn't make the lunch yourself, you were surprised by what was in the box. Like, I didn't put this in here. Why would I eat this? <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, we kind of have a, a switch up. Uh, Alvin Francis recommends, uh, he asks, what movies do you guys like that nobody knows about? <laughs> and he, what is so many? Dimitar? Dim- what is that? I don't know well, what that is. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well so, played. A movie that I like that nobody knows about, and I watch it, I guess I haven't watched it the last couple of years, but I watch it almost once a year, is a Murder Party. Oh, yeah, you like that. Yeah, it's okay. Not everybody's going to like it. I get it. But uh, Murder Party, it's awesome. It's a uh, Halloween-themed kind of horror movie thing, uh, kind of comedy. And I will admit the comedy is not great, but uh, it's a it's a pretty cool movie. And it's directed by a director who went on to do, what did he do? He do? Uh, Green Room, um, a bunch of pretty well-respected thrillers. I can't think of the other ones offhand. I got two. Yes, what do you got? Hey, one is Absentia, which is the Troll Under the, the Troll Bridge one. Yeah, we talked about that Friday, didn't we? Yeah, that's that's an awesome movie that snuck up on me. And then the other one is I've loved since I was a little kid, and it's from Australia, I believe. It's called Fortress. It's from the 70s, maybe 80s. 70s or 80s, from, called Fortress, from Australia. And it's it's one of those places where like all the kids go to school at the same in the same classroom, even though they're all different ages, because it's just they're all from, I don't know, in the middle of the country or something. And... Uh, then there's these terrorists, I guess they are, come and, and like kidnap them all. And they they like escape and then murder like these terror they like for, they straight murder these terrorists and then move on with their lives. What, like these nothing kids? like it would Yes, children. Yes. It's aw- and it's like very it's very real. It's not like you know, ah ha ha, we're gonna swing some cans down from the you know, stairway, they're like sharpening sticks and to stab them with and stuff. There have been so many movies called uh, F- Fortress. I know, it's a pain in the butt trying to find it. I tried to find it at the video shop like several times. You can't ever find it. You can't find it in the video shop. It doesn't exist there. You can find it on the internet, maybe if you're lucky. Otherwise, ask me and I'll find my old VHS. 
So uh, again, I should just put, I should start putting this into the description. Apologies for butchering your name. Patring. Uh, somebody asks, have you guys watched the handmaiden now? Is it just the handmaiden or are you talking the handmaiden? I believe that's tale? the, uh, it's on Hulu right now. It's uh, I think that's it's the a handmaiden's tale. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's what I would assume they're, they're referring no, to. No, there is a movie, mom. the handmaiden. Oh, are, are you talking about the 2016 Park Chan Wook movie? In which case I haven't, but man, I really want to because Park Chan Wook is an awesome director. I have not seen it either. Uh, not me neither. Again, with the theme of uh, <laughs> movies we've not heard of. Yeah, no, they're correct. The Handmaiden. Okay. 2016, Park Chan-wook. I am going to check that movie out. I it's should twisted, It's twisted and good, which is... Ooh, that's my great. favorite kind. Yeah, it's the best combination. <laughs> um, let's see. What is... Hermanth? Or Hemanth? Uh, Lion by Garth Davis? What is that? Lion, Garth Davis, 2016, a biographical drama film based on the nonfiction book, A Long Way Home. I have not seen that either. A five-year-old Saru gets lost on a train, which takes him thousands of miles across India, away from home and and family. I I think I might have started watching that once, but then I stopped because I fell asleep or something. Not that it's a bad movie. I, it was just really late, and I shouldn't have been watching the movie anymore. No, Lion. Cool. Okay, that sounds awesome. Hi, Scott. Hey. Hey to you, sir. <laughs> 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 two, two of the movies that um, that I like that I know people probably haven't seen. Um, one of them is kind of made for TV, um, sci- the fi- sci-fi channel. They, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of came out with a tear of, of different things. I can't remember what they put out that was... I think it was, uh, you know, like they were getting a lot of success from Battlestar Galactica when they had it. And then they started releasing these like made for TV miniseries type of things. And a couple of them were hit and a lot of them were miss. Uh, But one of them that I really liked was uh, The Lost Room. And it was like, I don't know, it was about these little artifact things. Like they're just just these random objects that you would find in an old... uh, an old hotel room and each one of them did like bonkers stuff. Like something was wrong with the universe in the nexus point of this hotel room. And, uh, and if you had one of these objects, they could do like crazy things. Like one guy had a bus pass and the bus pass. If you touched someone with the bus pass, uh, they would drop from the sky, uh, and land at a certain intersection just in the middle of Texas. That's weird. Yeah, just bonkers stuff like that. And uh, yes, the lost room, uh, Dimitar. Uh, and I don't know how I don't know how many I don't know how how well uh, distributed it was, but I love it. And it's hard to it's hard to find the thing now. Like you can you can get DVD copies of it. I think on like Amazon and stuff, but uh, they're not like they're not made very well. Like there's weird glitches with the DVDs and. Uh, and they're kind of hard to find. So, I mean, like that's one that I really enjoyed that, uh, like seemingly very few people actually know about it. Uh, and then the other one I just like for, for selfish reasons. And it's a, it's a actual movie, uh, called the hunted and it's got Christopher Lambert in it and it's got ninjas. So that's why 
<laughs> it's got ninjas. And ninjas. Yeah. 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 I mean, what's not to like? I don't know if it's even a good movie, but it's one that a lot of people don't even know about. And uh, I, I like it. Uh, uh, there's some movies that I don't know. I don't know how well known they are. Like uh, City, this is that City of Lost Children. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? I really like that, but I think that's popular, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's known, but you don't ever hear anybody talk about it. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, let's see. Scott says Expanse was good. Now, I don't know what Expanse is. I found a TV series called The Expanse, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Scott says Expanse was good. Uh, and Alvin a- Alvin asks, and I'm going to go ahead and roll with it. Uh, I don't mind this quick quick change of uh, topics once in a while. What movies were you so excited about that turned out to be a big disappointment, at least in your view? And uh, X Men Three, Scott. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was so excited about the idea. And Scott said Prometheus. Yeah, I was kind of excited for Prometheus too. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We've got Glass. Uh, uh, I haven't Pat- seen that one yet, but yeah. I, I, I do want to see it. Heard it's not so good, <laughs> or it's disappointing. And also Captain Marvel. So far, Prometheus, I would agree with. Um, I haven't seen Glass yet. Glass, I would not be excited for if they hadn't tied it into Unbreakable. And if he hadn't have accidentally made a kind of good movie with that last. What was that one? Split. Split. Yeah. 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 Split is Split still shouldn't be good, but I enjoyed it quite a yeah. bit. I still haven't seen it yet. Oh, that one's, you need to. Seeing. that one's worth seeing. Jasper says the deadly bees. I have. <laughs> Whoa, hot take. <laughs> yeah, not really. Not really. <laughs> I wasn't disappointed because I no, that's not true. I had no expectations and I was still disappointed in the deadly bees. <laughs> yeah. Listeners. Well, yeah. The wasp woman, I think, would set that would set you up for that one. We were like, "Oh, the wasp woman was good." So I bet the deadly bees is okay. It's that's wrong. Don't. You know what? From my uh, predator versus alien, when that first when I heard oh, that, there was, yeah. I was like, "That's gonna be awesome!" Because I love predator and I love alien, and then it was crap. It was total crap. I was so unhappy. Yeah, yeah, predator. Yeah, AVP, very disappointing. Also, and I spawn. Back in the 90s, I was oh, yeah. excited yeah. because Spawn was just such a cool-looking character. The, the that MTV, movie is so bad. The MTV uh, version of it, the cartoon version of it was good. Affleck's Daredevil. Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Right. Oh, <laughs> the turtles. So disappointing. It's the turtles with time travel, but it's bad. Come on. Yeah. Uh, young Randy was very disappointed. Hey, you think you can have Samurais, which Randy loves. Yeah, come on. That should, and it, still, it should have been a win. But I did really like their their fancy uh, uh, underground, like um, ancient railway system place that they live. That was cool. Shit. Oh, the but subway thing. Language, yeah. Did you just stop yourself from saying the s uh, saying the cuss word and then just said the cuss word? No, I wasn't stopping myself from saying the cuss word. I was stopping because I was going to drip on myself. Oh, okay. Well, Alvin is laughing at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Listen. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, was the best stuff when, if you're the right age. And I was the right age when those movies came out. Me too. And Turtles 3 just felt like direct-to-video junk. Right. 
I, you should, I, it's so ridiculous to complain about because they're turtles movies, but come on. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've missed a couple so, here. Some of my favorite movies have been kids' movies, so really, I, I you know, and they shape who you are. That's why we're all decent people because I'm assuming you all saw, uh, or you you two at least saw, uh, like, um, Never Ending Story and mm-hmm. and um, what was that other really good one? Secrets of Nim. Oh sure. Yeah. See, it gives you character. Labyrinth. The dark. Oh, love Labyrinth. What? I love our Labyrinth. I used to oh. we used to watch that on the uh, big screen at the uh, bowling alley where my mom worked, like every weekend. That's why Savannah's the way she is. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that's very inside. So somebody says, let's see, they kind of. You know, it's a comment section or it's a chat room, so it jumps around a little bit. Somebody mentioned a good film, a classic mm-hmm. was the stuff. You know what, Scott? That totally fills into falls into movies that I think are good that no one knows about. Have I don't think guys... I've heard of the stuff. That sounds the cool. But I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it. So it like pic- the blog? Yes, picture. Yeah. I. When was it made? Eighties, maybe, maybe uh, early nineties. Feels like eighties. But yeah, picture a kind of throwback horror movie called The Stuff, and that is The Stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds incredible. Like it it's so funny because it's it Now knows, who's cast in it is <laughs> cuz <so> you know. <laughs> it's from 1985. And uh let's see. So it's got one of the Feldmans in it. AKA Corey cuz there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like there should be more. No, it does not have a. It does not have. It doesn't have names that I really recognize. Um, yeah, but it's it's uh was written and directed by a guy who's done a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, for example, he wrote "It's Alive." Oh, really? From nineteen seventy four, hmm. and uh, "Maniac Cop" is based on characters created by him. Wow. So, you know, the best stuff, lots of stuff. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's good. It's it's intentionally kind of campy and stuff, but it's totally enjoyable. And then uh, Scott also mentioned Killer Clowns, mm-hmm. which is classic ultra camp. I, I I think we get a good good gauge of Scott's taste there because that's those are very both very – I don't think the stuff is as overly campy as killer clowns, but they're both in the same kind of vein. Scott, I want to introduce you to a filmmaker named uh, Christopher R. Mim. You'll thank me later. (laughs) (laughs) Just look him up. Just look him up. Christopher R. Mim, uh, monster of Phantom Lake. There you go. You're welcome. Did you used to watch a lot of trauma movies? Uh, Not a lot, but yeah, I watched some trauma. I've I've watched some trauma. (laughs) Trauma movies are like... They are the extreme version of that. They're like, I don't know. Some of them can go a bit far, though. Just they embrace they embrace the trash. That's for sure. Yeah. Sounds feels like it's winding down a little bit. That's okay. We've got about fourteen minutes left. Oh, really? It did go. It went quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about it. Lots of good interaction today, guys. I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, it's it's much better. I think when when we have people to talk to. So, I was debating whether okay. So, 
I can repost these episodes after the fact just on Castbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel I think I need to set up a new like podcast channel to do it. Um, so I'm contemplating doing that. That or I'll just save out some of the best stuff and throw it up on Drawlix every other week, like I was initially thinking. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, some of this is some this is good conversation. Yeah. Uh, do we yeah. want to hit a couple of random topics before we go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got just a couple of news. We're going to re- react at the news. React to the news. Oh, get ready. Okay. So uh, this is, I this popped up on a couple of sites just uh, what yesterday or Saturday, maybe daredevils prison fight scene. Isn't eligible for a stunt Emmy. Why? Um, so if uh, this is in reference to the, daredevils you know every season they do the long take action scene and uh it's not always actually one take but in this case it was uh season three was the big prison scene it went on for like 11 minutes just just one non-stop action scene i remember it was crazy yeah yeah i loved it however it is not eligible for a stunt emmy because it's too long oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, they're limited to uh Let's see. Who is this guy? Is he the showrunner? Well, whoever on Twitter said uh, the TV Academy would only allow a three-minute clip, so unfortunately, that epic oneer was not eligible to be shown for stunt consideration. So yeah. Well, could they just not just take out like a three-minute chunk of it? You may, I mean, possibly, but I feel like the impressiveness of the stunt is the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know that there's any one specific stunt in it that kind of blows others away. It's more just the overall. Seems like an arbitrary uh, rule to yeah. have like a, a, a maximum time limit on a scene. Mm-hmm. You should have had a hammer. I think you would have nailed it. What's that? You should have had a hammer. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. exactly. You're going to do one long take. Have a hammer. Mm-hmm. Best action scene ever. <laughs> Hammers make all action scenes better. Especially uh, if like a staring gaze and, and, and the same music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a little S- bit. Synth bass. A little synth oh, bass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kick it in. Mm-hmm. See proof. Yeah. Watch drive. Hammer makes every scene better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The only other bit, and this is actually not news, but it's something I kind of highlighted was, um, the Netflix, the documentary on Netflix, when they see us about the, uh, central park five, that whole case. Yeah. Um, at least as of last week, and this is a little bit older than I realized when I pulled it up, but according to Netflix, that has been the most watched series on Netflix in the U S every day since it premiered on May 31st. Good. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, but I thought it was interesting. That's not usually in line with some of the stuff we talk about, but listen, it's lunch break. We're going to talk about all the stuff. Yeah, and it's a, it's a type of thing that should be talked about, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we go? We got about 10 minutes left. I got a couple of things to ramble off at the end. but uh, I was going to promote our, uh, our episode that's out today. Hey, I, I assume that maybe that was on your list of things. That is. So let's go ahead and kick into it. Okay. Yes. New Grolix podcast episode today. Like not this live stream, but a proper 
proper. This is proper, but a regular episode. Um, you can find that a little over an hour usually. Yeah, that this one actually is just under. It's like fifty-seven minutes or something really? like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, normally we clock in about an hour ten, hour twenty. Um, but yeah, we talked about a comic book, Superman, American Alien, and as I said on Twitter earlier, uh, this book got the highest praise a any Superman book could ever get from our show. Melanie actually recommended it. Yeah. <laughs> She is not a Superman fan, and you said you liked this book. I did. It was so different. We were joined by Matt D., who is the host of 60s Reboot Podcast and Comics with My Kids Podcast, and also has been a longtime listener of ours for a long time now. And uh, we finally got him on the show, so it was awesome. So we had a guest, and we talked about some Superman comics, but, like, really good Superman comics. Mm-hmm. Man. Written by somebody who's not everyone's favorite person. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, whatever. I was gonna say, do we need to go into that? <laughs> so, if you want to, if you want to check that out, uh, you can find it he- here on Castbox, of course. Uh, Grolix Podcast is G R A W L I X Podcast, or go to GrolixPodcast.com. Or if for some reason you're on Castbox but you listen to podcasts elsewhere, you can find it there too. Um. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. I feel bad for people just now joining, but uh, we're kind of wrapping up the show. That's okay. Keep us in mind. Um, a lot of this episode was a lot of fun, so I might repost this episode. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Yeah. The chat. Man, you guys rocked it in the chat. The chat made this awesome today. Um, also, if if by chance, if by chance you're going to be in the Iowa or Nebraska area towards the end of the month, Take a look at Ocon Expo 2019. It's occurring January 28th, 29th, and 30th at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Why do I mention it? Because we're going to be there. We'll have a table, all of us. It'll be the three of us. Well, Jesse will be there. He won't necessarily be at our table all weekend, but all three of us will be there, plus Jasper, who pops up in the comments here sometimes, uh, who's the co-host of Grolic Cinematic Universe with me. He will also be there. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It'll be our first, the Grolix podcast's first official appearance at a convention as, you know, we're tabling. And the cool cool thing about uh, Okamicon is that they actually have like a a section of the the convention floor that's just for podcasters. And I don't know how common that is. I'm not a big congregator, so. Jasper says, Jasper's going to make me say this word again. Jasper says, yeah, yeet. Stop by and see us. <laughs> you just made you just made Jasper's day. I know. <laughs> hey, thanks, Sarah. You should come back, and I I hope you enjoy it. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, as for Ocomicon, go to oconexpo.com if you want to get tickets and you're in the area around the end of the month. It's not comic. Thank you, Sarah. The Ocon Expo 2019. Um, that's all I've got to promote. I should be promoting some YouTube videos, but I've been lazy and have not uploaded any. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's okay. You entertained me all weekend, so. Good. I did. I entertained you. I made you watch the, I made you watch the, uh, the murder shows I like. Yeah. It was good though. I I liked it. It was creepy. 
Yeah, we watched. Uh, what was it? We watched the Black Spot. Black Spot or, on Netflix. Which is weird that they. I when he read me the title in uh, in French, it was I forget what the one word is, but then Blanche, and I'm like, doesn't that mean white? And so we looked it up, and it does. It means the white area, but here it's called the Black Spot. Isn't that strange? Huh. Yeah, the direct translation from French is white area, but it's titled Black Spot. I, I think it's kind of a localization thing more than anything. It's like, well, Black Spot sound will sound cooler or make more sense in this context to American audiences or something, or English-speaking audiences. But yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. Uh, Sarah, I am happy to be your first experience. <laughs> I like how that's put. Um, yeah, no, I, I think they're, they're talking about, uh, these live streams here. Yeah, no, it's cool. This has been our second live stream on Castbox on this, on Livecast specifically. And, uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. I'll be here every day, Monday through Friday. You guys come back here tomorrow because, uh, I, I don't know about Melanie, but I won't be able to call in tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to try to, yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring us uh, the good contents. Sarah, we are about to wrap up here. However, if you come back tomorrow, you can definitely call in. Um, let's see. Do we have anything planned for tomorrow? What's tomorrow, Tuesday? Tuesday. Uh, we might uh, mention some of the new comics that are coming out Wednesday. Ooh, good call. Yeah. But we'll talk about whatever. So long as it's movie or TV or some type of entertainment talk that, that I can actually contribute to. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss maybe, it. it maybe, maybe we could get some suggestions about what movie we should see. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good idea. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, terrible with names. Hermant. Uh, nice show. Good song quality. Spread love. You, I, I think you added it. an R in there. <laughs> I I keep doing that. He manth. He manth. That's not. <laughs> He's got the power, man. <laughs> he had some um, nice things to say. And Sarah, we will be back. Uh, well, I don't know what your time zone is. In our time zone, it's just about 1 o'clock p.m. now. So we stream from noon to 1 central time. Um, kind of adjust for whatever your time zone is. So whatever time it's creeping up on, we start an hour before now. Yeah, same time tomorrow, only an hour ago. Yeah. Oh, it's two o'clock <laughs> there. Okay, so you're like Eastern, I think. Um, yeah, so it'll be 1 to 2 your time. All right. What are we sitting at here? Oh, we're sitting an hour. We got we got two minutes. Two full minutes. So let's go ahead and I'm going to start some outro music. And everybody else, yeah, again, we'll be back here. I'll be back here tomorrow. And uh, New Grawlix episode today. So check that out. Uh, you guys got anything? You guys want to say goodbye over there? Bye. Hey, th- thanks for listening, everybody. It was fun. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, GrawlixPodcast.com. Oh, I put like a 30-second fade in on this clip because I figured I'd kind of like talk up to the end, but then I didn't start it. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing no. like an awkward outro. No, the false GCU outro here. It's like we're starting, we're, we, we're leaving, but we tripped out the doorway and hit our head on the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> and then like we knocked the, mailbo- the mailbox off the wall. <laughs> we all make the, a scene all, on our way out all of our bills are on the floor <laughs>
we're gone. <laughs>